Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. Welcome back to Hour 2 on a Wednesday. Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, fun show so far. you got the podcast at theticketfm.com. The show is sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Check out their current job openings at gainatrucking.com. We will have Parker Gabriel for at least probably the, the last time for a long time. Next segment, as he is moving on from the General Star. Don't don't tear up. It's fine. We'll be, we'll be okay. It's, it's hard to deal with. Yeah. Ooh. But people move on. That's the I thing. guarantee he'll tell you one more time on the phone to shut up simple to end. Probably his epic tag out. Most oh, I don't want to put that out. I don't want to put that sort of pressure. Oh, on. Parker handles pressure well. You know that. He does. <laughs> God, he does handle pressure well now that you mention it. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. He handles job pressure as well as anybody I've ever seen in my life. I mean it. Wow. Now, he handles right job pressure in Incredibly well. And that position he still has for one more day. Yeah, one more day. Is, is There is a lot of pressure as a Nebraska football beat writer, as the Nebraska football beat writer in the in Lincoln, Nebraska, for the Nebraska football team. There's a lot of pressure. There is. Daily pressure. And then when things are hot, coaching changes, uh, matters like that, or if, or if a player – Happens to uh, get caught up in a revenge porn type situation. Whoa. Whoa. Well, it happened. So that's that. It did happen, right? That's pressure. Um, the yes, yeah. You don't have to say Somebody it again. Said, I just forget about the things because there's, there's just so much stuff that happens that you forget about. Right, revenge porn that right. happened back. Yeah. With, so yeah. we don't have to go through that. But but all by way of saying, Parker is never ever ever lo- lost his cool. Never. Never. Well, he does like, not lose his cool. I, I never really thought about that till right now, but four and a half years, five years on that job, he never even got frazzled. It's amazing. I can't say that about we'll myself. We'll miss him, but we'll have one more segment. Oh, we'll, we'll miss him. Yeah, we'll the be- other hidden thing about Parker that's interesting, that he doesn't take it to the airwaves. I've never heard anybody do impressions better than Parker. He doesn't do it on the air, which is just fine. How, does he have a, a big catalog of impressions? I don't know what I don't, I don't know how to describe his catalog. It's mainly people in, that are in our lives. Oh. Um, and it's in, and they're incredible impressions. Scary in some cases. So good. 
So yeah, that's he's, which is, indicates his brilliance. Yeah, he's a smart man. Yeah, he's a very brilliant. Chat man. with Parker next yeah. segment. Yeah. Uh, by the way, during the break, I did spend a little time researching Mercy Rule, as Gus <laughs> told us that his Gus? dad used to be on a, the sound man for Mercy, Mercy Rule. Rule, and he informed us that Green Day, who was against Song of the Day, uh, Welcome to Paradise. That Green Day opened for Mercy Rule at some point in the eighties or nineties. I would say nineties. And I, I again, people, I, I don't think, I don't think that Mercy Rule is is common knowledge this time, unless you're unless you're it, your age. Yeah, it's common knowledge to me. Like I moved to Lincoln in two thousand nine. Yeah, I've heard of Mercy Rule for years and years and years. Do you think the the textures with no Mercy Rule? Four six four forty eight and up. Four six four five six eight five. Before today, had, were you aware of the Lincoln? Based band Mercy Rule. Fifty year olds in Lincoln, I would think so. That was in the early nineties into the two thousands. Uh, alt alt indie rock. They were indie punk rock band. Is how they described themselves. A lot of people would have heard will have heard of them. Yes. Were they on the radio? Because it, it says that they toured nationally. Close, Gus. They toured nationally. Um, I would say yes. I would, I want to hear what Gus says. They'd they'd be on like local, like Nebraska radio stations, okay. like Lincoln radio stations. A lot of local stations. KRNU still plays them a lot. Oh, they still right now. The, like the college station, yeah. The Blaze. Um, Maybe? I don't know what the Blaze is. Do it's you know? rock. It's a it's a rock station in your town. One of yeah, whatever. But yeah, they they it's toured the they got toured it. all over the Midwest. They had a, they got a fairly big record deal. Um, okay, but uh. For a Lincoln band, I'd say they got pretty big. Yeah, that's okay. That's a good way to. That's what. That is my recollection. Exactly that. For a Lincoln band, they got pretty big. All right. Thanks, Gus. Thank you. Gus. I, what? But so three eleven made it big, obviously nationwide. Probably a little bigger. Yeah. Sa- same time frame, nineties. Mercy Rule, Lincoln band. Three eleven was a mm-hmm. Nebraska-based band. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three eleven made it bigger because they're still on the radio. They're not. They're not no. doing songs anymore. They're not making music, but they still have songs that sure. exist on the radio. Sure. Well, Nebraska Lincoln needs another band to pop up, make it big. I nice. want to experience that in my life. Would that be fun? It would be fun if Fastball were from Lincoln. Yeah. Oh my. They would have to move though, because you would stalk. No, them no. Make them feel I would make them feel fine. I wouldn't stalk anybody. Then just one time, I made them uncomfortable. <laughs> I won't do it again. You did. I don't get that though completely because you don't make people feel uncomfortable. I don't, not think, that. I don't think I do. I don't think least. you do. Well, I really you, you don't. You know, you get excited. Yeah. Like, I, you know, around an, around like a pro athlete, I don't, I, I'm fine. I cover sports for a living. It's fine. I, I don't mind like, taking I don't cover up music for a living. Like these are guys that you listen to. Like they're a big you part of your thing. life. Yeah. You want to meet them. That's fine. I didn't do anything bad. I, I, <laughs> I went up to the bar. You got to read. I'm taking back. For those who don't know the story, I'll, I'll, I'll bring back the story. Fastball. About, uh, I don't know, five years ago, six, maybe more than that, six years ago, let's go with that, was at Vega, which was at this point in the rail yard. Now Vega has moved out to, it's at the Royal Grove. That's basically the Vega, same Vega whoa, owners. Oh, really? Vega is, is now at the Royal Grove. It's called the Royal Grove, but that's the same owners that are out there. The Royal Grove. So, yes. so yeah, the <laughs> Vega was in the second floor of the rail yard. And fastball was playing there with Vertical Horizon. This is this is like a concert for Jake, basically. It's my concert, essentially. And it's not a big... I mean, there's probably at the most 70 people there. It's a tiny concert. 
And I get there early because I'm jacked to see my guys. Like I've, I've never seen fast. I've seen fastball once before at that time, at a concert in at uh, Stir Cove. Yeah, Stir Cove. But they were the opener for like six bands. Yeah. So they didn't get much playing time, and so of course I want to go. If I can go see Tony and Miles, yeah, I'm gonna go talk to Tony and Miles. First name basis. M- Miles didn't was not enjoying that. He came like kind of like the hey, thanks. You can go away now. Kind of look. And I took a picture of Tony after the concert. Cool. I, Do I, I don't know what's wrong with that. I, I have the picture. Yeah, I'll pull up right now. I. This is where I take up for you. I'll show it to you here in a second. I don't. I know. I sort of make fun of you for this this part of you, but I don't think you make people feel uncomfortable. You're not that person. I don't want to lead people that are listening oh, to our right show. There. It's 2017. 20. There, I'm show you. I'll show it to you. I'll show it on the on the video. That's this Tony. is a photo of you with Tony of fast Tony Scalzo, and it looks very normal. Yeah, I look fine. Like I'm, yeah. I'm, this is after the concert. Yeah, this is. There's nothing. There's nothing untoward about that photo. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Should, should I show the video? It looks screen? very. It looks like you're having people. Fun. What's wrong with this? Look at that. Can you see that? Nothing. Does that look weird at all? No. I don't think you're the type to make people feel uncomfortable. If you were, I would tell you. Nothing wrong. I look normal there. It's fine. Yeah, you're not. I'm not gonna... over. You don't overdo it. Now that scene in the Scottsdale bar is concerning. Well, okay, <laughs> that's that is a little more concerning to me. That you were staring at this man named Sean McDonough. Yeah. <laughs> and you well, stared you at him like that. Nobody realizes it's Sean McDonough, and I. I tell my buddy Seth, I'm like, dude, that's that's Sean McDonough. Oh, Seth. Yeah, Seth was with me. Seth surely played it cool. No, what? We both were staring at Sean McDonough. Why? <laughs> because Damn, how about one glance just, at Sean we're McDonough? We're just at a bar in Scottsdale drinking a beer, and all of a sudden you look up, wow, that, that's, that's got to be Sean McDonough. Yeah, and he and realizes that he's been seen, and he's gone. Gone. It might have been coincidental that he was gone. No. Oh, he know. He, he, he's like, we got <laughs> I, he, I don't really said anything to his to whoever he's there with his friend, but he's like, we gotta go. Well, We've I been spotted. I was not gonna go talk to him. Okay, you're I, again. I'm not. All right. This is like Hoiberg in line the other day at, yeah. at the coffee shop. I didn't make. I I looked up. Oh, I didn't make any eye contact the rest of the way. Right. I've learned. Played it cool. I didn't say anything. I could have talked to him, but I said I'm gonna let you be because I don't want to bother you. You don't want to bother me. There's going to be two. Would Fred have bothered you. Be two people on the line. He may have. Would Fred have bothered you if you would have struck up a conversation? Oh, you, you never know. What if he said, "Hey, hey, Jake Sorensen, <laughs> I am a big fan of fastball." <laughs> yeah, well, then we would have struck a conversation. Yeah. Up. yeah. How about Fred? Fred could be a fan. Oh of yeah. Uh, Strail also says, "Didn't Jake make the Purdue coach a little uncomfortable?" No, oh, I did there's not. Another no, one. I did not. This is not one. true. No. Matt Painter. Matt Painter, yeah. I've had some really strange encounters with people. I'm at the, I think it's Jay Gilbert's in Omaha, okay. the, near the old market area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At, I'm sitting at the bar because it's a full place, and I think Matt Painter couldn't find a spot either. He walks, I see him walk in. I'm like, that's Matt Painter. He's just walking around. He's just trying to find a spot. After five minutes of walking, he ends up sitting right next to us at the bar. <laughs> I love that. Just like hey, you know, and I, you know, I love that. I said, you know, I said, hey, coach, how's it going? He's like, it's going well. <laughs> nice guy. Yeah, I, I just, just you a simple. Tell, I wasn't going to tell painters. It nice wasn't going to be a long conversation. It was just going to be, a, hey, coach, how's it going? What are you doing in town? I just do a little recruiting. Cool. And then that was it. 
And then I start singing Oye Como Va because it's on the speakers and he laughs at me. He laughed. You were with Elizabeth. Yeah. Did Was she supportive of you singing Oye? I, I, was, I wasn't like I was blaring. I was going, I was going Oye Como Va. Gus, Jake is very uninhibited, if you haven't noticed. He's very uninhibited. I think, oh, we'll talk later. Um, I don't have any, I don't think I have stories like that. I don't, you've been stalking people? No, that I've had encounters with famous to semi-famous people. I don't know that I would call fastball famous at this point. They are famous. They're the best band from Austin. <laughs> yeah, a big, big they're a good music band. city. They're, they're a good band from Boston. I don't know if they're the best band from no, Austin. Austin, yeah. I don't think so. But anyway, we can look that up at the break. Yeah, we can. Uh, four six four five six eight five. Yeah, and by the way, I I didn't make the Purdue woman feel uncomfortable like you did with the tennis team. I just wondered where teams stay in this city when no, they come. Well, you made them feel uncomfortable. I, I don't think so. I wish I could. I wish I could join in. Um, well, Gus has a story. Okay, Gus. Really? I, yeah. yeah. All right. I wish I could. We're doing the famous story hour. Famous it, person story you hour. You run into a famous person. I don't. I don't think I have a story like that. I don't. No, you do too. I don't think so. I'll have to think about it as Gus is talking. Gus. Okay. So you know, um, I actually don't remember this because I was an infant when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow, I'd, but, uh, I'd hope you wouldn't remember. But that. but I but it did happen. It okay. did happen. Okay. So you know, um, Winona Ryder. Sure. Um, Absolutely. My my family we used to live out in L.A. Um, well, I was I was born there. My mom was doing school there, and then we moved back to Lincoln. Okay. But um, they were at a they were at a show, and they knew the band, so they went backstage, and my mom, she I was with her. And uh, she went out back to like smoke a cigarette, and she was like holding me while she smoked a cigarette. Uh, different uh, story, yeah. Winona Ryder's out there, and she's like, "Hey, can I hold your baby?" You got held by Winona. I Ryder. was held by Winona Ryder. Look at Sip's face. That he's is trying to incredible. put this all together. That is incredible. Winona Ryder held you. Is there a picture of this at all? There, there is not. That yeah. was probably before cell phones. That was yeah. Was the, well, he, he was born in the two thousand. Was it? Well, that was probably like two thousand five. There's Maybe. A, there's, there were cell phones. There's, well, this is, yeah, oh, actually, phone. that was probably like 2003 to 2004. Okay. Or where? Yeah, when did the, like, did cell phones have photo capability in 2004? Am I an idiot for asking that no, question? No, I don't, I don't remember. That was a long time ago. Okay, that's interesting. Was this at a club? Is that what you're telling me? No, this is like at a... You were an infant I wish we had a picture of this. I want to see what the writer I know. holding. Maybe I really hope has... my parents aren't lying to me about this. That's, just, that's a weird, I, I, I that's a very they strange are, thing to lie about. If so, I don't think they're lying to you. No, it would. Bo- it wouldn't even bother me if they were the story. That'd so be the good. most random celebrity to, to make that be a fake story. If that yeah. Was well, yeah, I, I, it was probably just like maybe some sort of bar. They're just playing live music, and they knew the band, so they went back. And it's L.A., so you know sometimes there's famous people. <laughs> yes, there are. Walking the streets, Winona Ryder. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Thank right. you. Well, thanks, Gus. Oh I yeah, that. I'm an idiot. I'm no, an idiot. You, you, you can stay on there. Yeah. Story. I mean, here's. I am an idiot. There, I mean, this isn't. I don't know how much this will mean to you. It didn't even mean that much to me at the time. I just thought it was interesting. I stayed at a Hyatt on Sunset Boulevard in L.A. Um, and it I was, was uh, born on Sunset Boulevard. That's where we lived. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder how close this. This Hyatt was notorious, which I didn't know until years after. Notorious for 
bands partying there, uh, famous people partying there. But little Richard lived on the top floor. Now, I stayed at this Hyatt for a week. And so I was running into little Richard pretty regularly during this week. <laughs> and he usually had an entourage with him. And it was always in the ele- it was always getting off an elevator or, or just in the lobby where he'd see me. He saw me enough that he he came he was acknowledging my me by the end of the week and he would always say the same thing. Hey baby. Hey baby. Yeah. To you, to you. Yeah. Hey, yeah, baby. you know I say hey baby. You guys are friends. I mean we kind of got, got we got to a point where he invited me to go with his people to get donuts. Did you go? I did not go cuz I couldn't. What? I was in a rush. I was in a rush. You got to go when you invited. No, I was in a, I was in a hurry. He lived on the top floor of the Hyatt. He lived there? Yeah, he lived there. He, that was his residence. Wow. Yeah. What, what a strange place to... You oh, I, top floors, I think that that happens more than you probably think. Um, you should have... You should have uh, got... You should have got donuts. I was in a hurry. I was in a hurry. You should have let him hold you. <laughs> let him hold me. Yeah. Yes. Well, you hold me, little Richard. That's... <laughs> All right, Gus. Okay. That's enough out Gus, of here today. Of Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Gus, for the Winona Ryder story. Now, I, do I have any other stories like that? Probably they just they just don't surface immediately. But that yeah, was, I know. I feel like I got more than that. I don't. You know, but you've you've heard my stories: fastball, Sean McDonough, Matt Painter. I'm sure there's more that I've embarrassed myself in, but I di- I didn't mean to. I mean, it was all unintentional. You get excited. See, like, I did not embarrass myself in the least with Little Richard. I I didn't. It was always chance kind of meetings, and I was staying there. And I did. I think I would say I comported myself really well. That's probably why he was not. There was no freak. He didn't consider me like a stalker or anything because I was. It was always chance, and I always probably acted like, "Oh, hi, how are you doing?" And, and that beyond that, nothing. I was. I just wish I had a better story. Oh, I get the one. I got one more. Okay, I, I've told you this before. Yeah, you're looking that, at me like I'm crazy. No, I got one more. Uh, this was not. This is more. Um, a couple years ago, I was at the rail yard at, at Longwells, and uh, Jamie Moyer walks by, <laughs> and and Happer, former, you know, what's it, Jamie Moyer, Connor Happer says that's Jamie Moyer. So did, what do you mean? It's did Jamie you Moyer. know it was Jamie Moyer? I know who Jamie Moyer is. I would not have spotted him, but Happer's like, hey, that's that's Jamie Moyer. I said what? Like, that that's got to be him. And so we left Longwells, and we and what we, we what did we you st- do? We certainly stalked him. We followed him into a restaurant, and then I said, hey, are you Jamie Moyer? He says, yes, I am. I said, you were right to Happer. He was in town to go uh, speak to Concordia or something like that in Seward, and then he threw out the first pitch to the Salt Dogs game the next day. So we were right. And then also, what do you think of yourself? That one was bad. Now, that one was bad. Thank you. But I didn't see him to begin with. I wouldn't have even a- approached him if, if, if someone else didn't say, hey, that's Jamie Moyer right there. 2014. You followed the man. 2014, we're also do, we're doing a pregame show uh, for Miami-Nebraska football. Remember that? Big game. Nebraska won. Yeah. Remember. Here comes here comes A-Rod walking right by our tailgate. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Really? The ticket tailgate? Well, I mean, it wasn't like wasn't there for us, but yeah, we we were outside Longwell's on the north side, so we were not in the rail yard. We were outside A-Rod? the rail yard. A Rod was in town. And he walked over to PBA, checked out PBA. Really? Yeah, he was up at Rule G when it was existing back then. 
Really? Yeah. yeah he was he a, with an a- entourage. He had set, he had people with him. Yeah, a- but A Rod was just chilling, drinking beers, drinking in the rail yard. Twenty fourteen. Yeah, we sound like rubes right now that we're maybe a little overly impressed with this. The fact you followed Jamie Moyer into a restaurant, I wouldn't tell that story to. Too well, many it's people. too late. I did, and it's out in radio, and people can take it anywhere. But Jamie Moyer was yeah. We he, but I did not see him first. I didn't see. I wouldn't first. share that story with too many people. Um, hey. The only other one was I've told you about the, the the actor of King of Queens. Oh, yeah, Kevin Kevin James. Yeah. And, and he it, said, don't you say a word. Yeah, this is in San Antonio, and I was outside of a coffee shop with Kurt McKeever, the former Journal Star writer, and he was walking up, and I was shocked by the fact that he had an entourage, a f- sizable entourage. Like, what, really? Kevin James has an entourage? I'm not surprised by that. And it was the same thing. It was sort of similar to you and McDonough, except he was walking up. He was walking toward us. McKeever's back is to them. My, I'm looking at him walking toward the coffee shop. And I said something to Kurt, like, hey, hey, turn around. That That's Kevin James, um, King of Queens. McKeever was a King of Queens fan. Mm-hmm. And he saw the dialogue, and he did. He looked at me like, no. Don't you say anything. No, no, don't, don't do it. Yeah. So that was, in, that was interesting. It was a late, I can remember it like it was yesterday. Late morning, like 10 o'clock-ish. We had just stopped in quickly. And here, and here was Kevin James walking into this coffee shop with, I'd say, 10 people. Hmm. Entourage. Looked like an entourage to me. For Kevin James. Yeah. Uh, we'll have our final interview with Parker Gabriel. Unbelievable. Next on Early Break on the Ticket. Guys, are you worried that you're losing your hair? Do you look in the mirror and see less hair looking back at you? Maybe you're thinking, it's cool, I'll shave it. Or I'll just wear a hat from now on. Or maybe even, I'll just break the bank to get plugs. But before you shave, hide, or replace your hair, have you thought about regrowing it? Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash regrow. Do it today, and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash regrow.